Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another segment of Complete Wellness with Cindy, the Busy Mama Cheerleader. I am so super excited today, as usual, because we have another guest. But first, let's do some housekeeping. Uh, the power quote of today is, a person often meets his destiny on the road he took to avoid it. And that comes from Juan de la Renfante. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you Debbie Cruz. Debbie is a dream pollinator, and that's an interesting title, but I will let her explain what that is. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me, Cindy. Yes, the dream pollinator is very exciting. I believe that dreams are on your heart for a reason, and they were given to you because you were divinely and uniquely made. Um, in doing my own research of myself on my journey, my name in Hebrew is Deborah, and it is the bee seeker. So bees are pretty cool uh, insects. And what they love to do is to make everything around you beautiful. Because if you see beautiful things, it makes you feel good. And it makes you successful and positive. And that's their what they want. They just want to make you happy, powerful, successful, and the most positive version of yourself. So I feel like I've been given that mission from the bee. They're my mascot. And, you know, to help people find that dream that's on their heart and let's pollinate it. Let's let it bloom. Let's get it out there and get you full-fledged into your dreams. That's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. So uh, tell us a little bit about your history. What made you actually choose this as an occupation? Um, as a business, as something that you wanted to grow and flourish from seed to fruition. Tell us about it. Yeah. So I was uh, in corporate America for over 25 years and every level that I, I went up, I, I just felt unfulfilled and it just didn't feel right to me. And I felt, you know, my voice in my heart say you should leave and start writing. So I believe that God was speaking to me. I left and I wrote three books in nine months and I realized they were all just about being on a journey and really following your dreams, even if you realized it or not, and just know that you're always loved and protected. And I didn't realize that was just such a strong theme in all three of these books. So I looked at my career, what I felt I was really good at and what I fulfilled me in all these um, jobs that I had. And I did some homework and I realized that I promoted over 550 people in four years, just by getting to know them, learning what they're about, learning what their dreams were, and realizing what their potential was, and being able to put them into either a different position or help them become a better version of themselves, help them to get further education, um, help them work on relationships, and a career always falls into that. So I wanted to incorporate those programs that I wrote while I was in corporate America to get people to this next level. And I decided to become a certified dream manager, which is pretty exciting. And I just put my own little flair to it and call it the Dream Pollination Project. And, uh, you know, we really work on all those things that are roadblocks, if you believe it or not, of, you know, I'm unhappy in my relationships. I'm unhappy with my job. I wish my finances were in a better place. You know, I wanted to get more education because I would like to do this profession. So we work on refining yourself to get to all the core things that are standing in your way. 
And even if you think that, you know, oh, the, I'm flourishing in this, I have a great career and I have a great relationship. That's wonderful. That's amazing. So it's just sort of, hey, you're in a good place here. You're in a good place here, but you're not hitting your dreams. So we have to figure out what that looks like. So it's building a roadmap of your dreams and putting together a solid plan and all along the way, hitting these goals of getting you to be the best version of yourself. That's awesome. That's awesome. What are some of the key techniques or, or I would say processes that you use to help someone identify their goals or their dreams? Well, what I, I'd like to start off with with everybody is what I call a dream storming session. So what we do is just kind of jog through what dreams could look like, what, what some popular dreams are, and just start making a list of your top 100 dreams that you've like, like, oh, I always wanted to travel there. Oh, I would love to drive this car. Oh, I would love this kind of house. Or, you know, I wanted to do this job or I had this goal. So really putting it together and putting it into categories and then kind of picking out the ones that speak to you the most and going through what the roadblocks may be. I also believe in creating what I call a dream team and being able to have those conversations when you get to identify those goals and what they look like and start putting together, together a roadmap. You know, you, you've been an investment to yourself and working on this and it's your excitement, but when you go to approach other people around you, you know, they may not understand, you know, yeah. so when you're like, hey, I'm leaving my job, <laughs> and, uh, you're like, what? No, you're crazy. So, yeah. you know, there's, you're going through that whole dream crushing phase, which most people, that's their stopgap is right there is that dream crushing phase. And a lot of times people are so afraid of their dreams. They know exactly who to go to first because they don't, they, they are afraid themselves so they want somebody else to be on their team to say no but it's like well it, then maybe that's not your dream you know maybe your dream is different maybe it looks different so it's really identifying in yourself what your real feels your real fears excuse me and how to put it out there of do I really want this or do I not and who's going to be on my team to help support me who's going to be my first line of defense to help me on my dream or who's gonna crush me. So, you know, you, you just wanna know who's there and who's not. I know somebody automatically, when I, when I presented it to them said, oh, does that mean I have to go home and, and divorce my husband? And I'm like, no, I'm not saying that at all. No, no, no. Just know that your spouse might be the first person to say no. And that's why we wanna put you in the right place with the right tools that you're creating the right path for this dream. You have the resources, you have it planned out. So when you go to your family, your friends, your spouse, and you have this excitement that you have the backup of, I have a plan and I have a dream that I'm working on and I want you to be on my team. And this is what it looks like. And this is how we're going to do it. So that is uh, part of the beginning process. That's the most you know, gets people all excited and, and energized. And then we have to do the hard work of, you know, where are your strengths and weaknesses and what are things that you need improvement on? If you want to go on a trip that's, you know, climbing Kilimanjaro or, you know, on a hiking tour across Europe for a month, are you in the best health to do that? Have you ever done that? You know, what skills do you have that you need to do? There's just, you know, the conditioning of getting you there. And, you know, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to watch people grow and right. excite people to actually be 
getting into their dreams instead of watching them on the shelf. Right, right. That makes a lot of sense. So um, in recognizing dreams, what part do you think of faith plays in that? Because a lot of times when you're trying to transition um, a person that's been dormant into a person that um, can actually bring that uh, dream or hope or aspiration into fruition, how how do you think uh, having faith or faith plays into a person actually realizing their dreams? I think faith is everything. I think faith is the whole part of it. I think people are afraid of faith and don't realize how much faith they have. They just use different vocabulary to describe it. And you know what? I think God is a food court. You know, we all get nourished the same way, but we all taste it, see it, feel it, and and consume it in a different, different way. But God loves us no matter what format he comes to you. And people that say they don't have faith, I, I find that they really have a lot of strong faith. They just are, they are talking about it in a different way. Right. right. So to be, you know, like saying that's a coincidence, it's like, well, I I say it's God putting you in the divine right place at the right time. (laughs) You want to say coincidence, if that works for you. Right. Right. It's it's how you define it. Right. So, you know, every language says hello in a different way, but it all means the same, same thing. So I don't get mad at people that think that faith has nothing to do with it because to me it's like you do have faith you just look at it differently right and it's you know faith um is is in all of us and we just identify it in a different way so you know every anybody of every religion or if you know they're they don't know what their religion is you know they're always welcome to come and be part of my dream pollination program because i know that they can find faith in, in however way it speaks to them. Makes a lot of sense. I totally agree. Um, the funny thing is when you made mention earlier about writing that many books in nine months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, true story, um, my most recent book, uh, The Busy Woman's Guide to Holistic Health and Wellness, How to Fuel Your Work-Life Balance Without Losing Your Power, Purpose, and Passion. That was one of those faith jumps for me. Um, it's like your heart's telling you to do something and you keep putting it on the back burner. And so I've, I've known of some people that says, oh, I've been writing a book. I'm writing a book. And it was 10 years. I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book. And it was 20 years. I'm writing a book. And it's, run- and it's like, oh, my God, I'd lose my thought, you know, <laughs> after um, a certain a period of time. It's, it's almost as if to say, once you're actually motivated or you receive those divine instructions as to what to do. Uh, the time is actually cut. It's almost like redeeming the time. You know, what would have normally taken a person uh, maybe 10 years or, you know, um, nine months for one versus, you know, three. Um, it, I feel like when you actually know your purpose yeah. or you've received clear instructions of a path that you should be taking at that time, um, it's like it's expedited. It, it's like it's expedited. Um, the innovation, the thoughts, um, the information, the downloads, I like to call them downloads, you know, um, it's like you get them more frequently when you're on the right path. However, when you're not on the right path, and I'm not talking about one religion versus the other, I'm talking about direction, I'm talking about, um, you know, running at, at your dreams, 
letting them manifest, letting them come from the top shelf and the book bag that's been in the bottom of the drawer since 1976. Just, you know, coming from there to, to life. Um, when you're not on the right path or you're not operating in your lane, because sometimes in the society, in the world that we live in now, a lot of people are comparing themselves to other people. A lot of people are looking at other people's outside for what they put in, on social media, on the internet, blah, blah, blah. And they're comparing themselves to that. And you should not compare yourself to that because each individual person is unique with their own unique strengths and weaknesses. So in, in mentioning um, writing a book and that, writing so many books in that many times, tell us about that. I'm, I'm just curious. Tell us about that, um, how it came so quickly and, and what you were feeling at the time to be able to spew out that many books. Did you publish those books? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. So to be able to spew them out, because me personally, mine was 45 days. And I think I probably spent the first 15 saying no. Yep. <laughs> because I've never aspired to be an author. You know, I've been an accountant for almost 30 years. I'm a business finance coach. I've helped a lot of businesses behind the scenes. And so now for me to take that step and open my mouth and come from behind the scenes and be heard and seen besides just cheering people on, you know, from behind the scenes, it's, it's a different, it, it's, it's hard to explain to people sometimes, but then when you find someone that's like a kindred spirit that did something in a short amount of un, unrealistic time to the average person, you just like to get their in, intake. What was that like for you? What were your thoughts and what was that process like for you to spit those many things out? Three books in, in nine months. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I didn't set out to be an author as well. I, yeah, I was in corporate America and I, I did some writing. Um, I had a professor in college say to me, you're going to be a writer. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. uh, who, who becomes a writer? You know, I, I didn't. Yeah, me too. That's amazing. I was like, no, no. <laughs> like, okay, sure. But my, family wants me to be an accountant. So yeah, I, yeah, you know, who do I listen to? So I had no plans of it, but I did find myself a few times saying, I'm going to write a novel and I know it's going to be big. And I did um, write one when I was in my early twenties. And for many reasons, it's, it's disappeared. And when I tell you it had a hundred backup plans and all of them failed. Wow. So I always had that dream in my heart of rewriting that story. Um, when I went to start writing, I had no idea. I mean, they sounded so stupid when I was writing. And I, I threw away at least 40,000 words, if not more, of the first novel I went to write. And I knew that I needed direction. And exactly what you said, it's like, if you're on the right path, those doors start to open. So I got a, an editor that was very helpful. And she put me on the right path of, putting together a proper outline. And then uh, I just took it from there. And then I started applying to, you know, sending my manuscripts to publishers and, you know, I got accepted and I didn't know, I didn't know enough then. I would have definitely done some things very differently. And, um, you know, my thought process was uh, follow that outline, but let it have its own life. Like if you go off the course, that's the point is, those characters become something and they're just speaking to you. So you really just have to sit and, and let them lead the way. And there's many times where I'm like, oh, 
one. I'm like, I'm not even really here. I'm really not. And they, you know, I just felt like driven through them, uh, which I believe is driven through God. Um, you know, and I, I, I wanted to do more with that. So I, I, right now I'm actually in an opportunity where I'm writing another novel, but, um, I was approached to, why don't you not write it as a novel and write it as a screenplay for a movie and finding that that process to me makes a lot more sense because it's describing a scene and then having the dialogue and describing the scene and having the dialogue and, and it's a lot, um, I think I could put more direct technical together in that than, than be the creative side, which, you know, I, I have learned to be that creative as well, but I'm, I'm more in, you know, want those details to be seen where I'm like, I don't know if everybody could see the details that I could see, but in a screenplay, I could put all those details in, you know, of, Right, right. why this scene is so important. And I, I'm loving that journey so much more. And again, that was an avenue that, yeah, sure, a movie would be great, but I, in my head, had it like, it has to go to be a novel first and then it becomes a bestseller and then somebody's gonna wanna make it into a movie instead of just somebody you know, connecting with you on Instagram and is like, hey, I have a really great idea. <laughs> that 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 skips me through a whole lot of hoops that I didn't need so yeah I mean I I believe that that I was given this mission for a reason to continue to to be writing and it's opening doors for me and I notice when I try to go on my own path of no 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 I shouldn't be writing I should be doing something else like I I should go and and do more consulting work and you know, I should walk away from coaching people and, you know, I I try to pick up other projects and then, you know, I waste, well, what I feel is wasting time going down these avenues and being like, I'm just going to do this project. Just spinning wheels. Spinning (laughs) wheels. And it just, those projects are just, just die. And it's like, like a distinct wall. But then I'm like, well, I, I wasn't listening and I'll go into a meditation and prayer and I'll get the message of you're not listening to your mission. That's why none of this is working out. You're not listening to the mission. The mission is to be writing. Mm-hmm. And well, if you're writing, do you notice how I take care of you? And when you're not writing, do you notice how I'm not taking care of you? Awesome. And your coaching is part of the writing where, you know, you're speaking to people about what you write about. You're telling these stories and you're helping inspire other people to get to their dreams, to stay in trust in God and to trust in themselves and to know that their path is always guided. So it all is full circle. I, and, you know, I just somehow like to ha- have my uh, balloon and cotton candy and I get lost somewhere. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm having too much fun. This seems wrong. No. <laughs> That's amazing, but so true. Absolutely amazing, but so true. So the busy woman's question of the day with the things that you do, um, the different books that you have going on, your businesses that's, you know, that you're going through, the way you're switching over to another career, all of this stuff there or have switched over to another career. What do you do to find balance? What are your little secret little things that you do? <laughs> Well, it's, it's really hard to be your own boss and, you know, to, to be the executive and, um, you know, it's so easy to drown in working 24 seven. 
Yeah. Being able to say no to yourself and say yes to yourself of, you know what, I know that I could bang out that, that those chapters in like an hour, just, I'm just going to do this for an hour. But you know what, I also know that that means I'm not going to eat lunch. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to go for my midday walk that my body needs to get there. So, you know, that discipline in myself is, was really, really hard to learn. And, you know, to really, really stick to your plan. So, you know, having a strong business plan, having direct goals and, and uh, alignment of timeframes and sticking with it as best as you can and not let other people guide you away from that. Because, you know, if you're getting guided away, usually you're going on somebody else's agenda that throws right. off your, right. your agenda. Right. So making sure you have those, those plans that you keep saying like, oh, it's all right. I kind of got it in my head, but putting it in paper of like, I have to stick to this budget this yeah. month. I have to stick to writing this many hours this week. I have right. to get right. these three business things done. So being strict with yourself about that you know, is really important and be able to really ask people for help. Cause uh, you know, if, if you believe in yourself, people see that and they want to help you. Yeah. Especially yeah. if they're like, I'm, I'm part of your journey and I'm going to watch you do it. And then I know you're going to turn around and help me do my journey. So right. that is awesome. That is awesome. If people want to get in contact with you, how would they do that? Well, I try to make it as simple as possible. My social is all the same. It's at Debbie Cruz, D-E-B-B-Y-K-R-U-S-Z. My website is the same, DebbieCruz.com. Again, D-E-B-B-Y-K-R-U-S-Z.com. And I would also love to send to you um, a free download of my last novel, Soul Meets Body. And if anybody would like to do um, a free consultation with me about getting close to your dreams, I offer that to you as well. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been absolutely fabulous. I've enjoyed talking to you. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed talking to you. I have. I enjoyed it. So that is all for now. We will definitely connect again and stay busy, stay blessed. (laughs) Until next time.